Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, listeners, one and all, all one and all of you. Yes, that works. To Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 247. This is what we like to call a tributary, aka a film that is mostly intended for streaming. We chat about the Netflix original, Red Notice, starring a lot of people that Mike will get into in a little bit. Mike, welcome. How are you, sir? I see you have pants on and no shirt. I love the man boobs. Uh, yeah. Um, thanks, Matt. Everything's good. Uh, ready to talk about Red Notice. And uh, yeah. Okay, Mike, go ahead. Do it. Give us the rundown. For Red Notice, not my all-time favorite film, Red Dawn, but Red Notice. Okay, Red Dawn is your all-time favorite. All right. Well, <laughs> it's not. I'm just making a joke. <laughs> all right. On on that bombshell, uh, this movie was uh, directed and written by uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber. It's starring Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot, uh, Rita Arreu. And this movie is about an Interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief. I like that that synopsis. It's uh, it's one sentence. I don't think it describes the film very well, though. But sure. No, no. If if you want a a real description of the movie, I would say it is a cross between a spy movie and Indiana Jones or National Treasure. That's that's the better. Yeah, but I don't think you can say that in the IMDb movie database description. Yeah, that's probably 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 true, man. Probably true. Just guessing though. So, okay, Mike, um let's just roll right into it. What are your first initial impressions of Red Notice? Uh I think this is a late fall uh summer po- uh popcorn flick. Uh it's, it's nothing special, but, you know, it's it's kind of a fun ride. I think that's an adequate description. It is definitely something that I would consider a blockbuster because of all the action and the craziness and the hijinks and the three main stars of the film. There's not really anyone else of note in the rest of the film. It's pretty much these three and everyone else. I don't know if I've ever seen any of them before, including the Interpol actress. Uh, I think I saw her in something else. She seemed familiar. Uh, it it doesn't ring a bell to me, but maybe. I don't know. I, here, I'm going to click on her name on the IMDAs, and we'll see. So, Red Notice, Umbrella Academy. Okay, so she was in Umbrella Academy. That's what it is, dude. That's 100% what it is. Yeah. And she was in the other Netflix original film, uh, Last Christmas, which I've never seen. Oh, that looks right up your alley, Matt. Why haven't you seen that? You love the romantic movies. Didn't you get the Hallmark Channel just to watch all the Christmas movies in July? Uh, No, but I will say I do love Dragon Boobs. Ah, yes. Okay. All right. I, I understand. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've we brought her up, but yep. Dragon Boobs. Yeah, she needs to get back out there. We need some more dragon and we need some more boobs, definitely. Well, I mean, I'm sure she's just relaxing in all that game of thrones money 
dude, if I was rolling in the dough like she was, yeah, why not? Why ever work again? Although Kit Harrington, as we found out from last week, he's back on, back to work. Yep, and he still knows nothing. <laughs> he still knows nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrible, Mike. That's absolutely terrible. <laughs> so um, I have to say, you know, th- this is a fun movie. Uh, it could have been better. It could have been a lot, lot worse. But overall, it was entertaining. I'm not going to say it was a good movie, but I was entertained throughout most of it. It is definitely, how do you like to put it, Mike, when you have to uh, turn on the I believe button or whatever the hell you say? I forget what you say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess just I believe. Um, Like, you just got to believe the ridiculousness. You just got to go for the ride, you know, like. There are several movies where it's just like, like F9 or F8 or a lot of the Fast and the Furious, you know, when cars are jumping from skyscraper to scri- skyscraper in Dubai. You just got to be like, yep, I believe that can happen. And yep, they did that. So that's totally what a lot of this film is, especially as we rocket towards the end of it. It's definitely, I don't know, we need to figure this out. Are we going to call it an I believe button? Do we hit the I believe button, Mike? I think that sounds good. Yeah, I think I think that's what we call it, man. I, I think we do hit the I believe button. It is it is one of those movies, man. You just gotta roll with it. Well we'll get into that later on in the spoiler section, but uh there's a lot of hitting of the I believe button. Uh one thing of note that I thought, I don't know your feelings on this, but I really feel like uh, Ryan Reynolds just phoned this one in bad. Like he's your typical Ryan Reynolds, but he just, it just seems like his heart is not in it. He's just kind of there collecting a paycheck where when you look at Gal Gadot, yeah, I'm going there. (laughs) And Dwayne, the rock Johnson, they're on par. Like they're as good as they ever are in most of the action films. They do like wonder woman and F nine and, you know, a a bajillion movies that The Rock has done. Yeah, with The Rock, man, there's so many movies, man. The other day, uh, The Other Guys was on. Uh, I love that movie. That movie's that so movie, funny. I, I love that movie, too. I love that he was in a movie where he basically is killed off right away. I loved it. You know one I was going to say that Red Notice relates a lot to? I'll try and do it without, without spoiling, but it reminds me of whole lot of the um rundown with um uh sean william scott oh yeah man the rundown was great i i feel like that was one of the rock's first big time starring roles and then you know after that man the guys had so many movies and stuff i what is he on like his sixth movie this year i don't even know we had like the jungle cruise uh we had this movie what else do we have? He's he's in like so much stuff it's hard to keep track of. Yeah, dude, he's definitely really, really in demand. And you have to admit, he is a pretty dang good actor. I mean, he's not going to be winning an Academy Award anytime soon because those are not really the roles he does. But what he does, you know, action films and comedy action films and action action films, he does well. He really does. It's He's very believable. Yeah, man, he's in so many movies. Uh, it's it's amazing th- that he has a chance to do all this stuff. Like he's just, I don't know. He's 
he's so busy. I mean, I, I I don't know how he has time to like do anything else. I mean, I know movies only take granted two to three months depending, but I mean, he always does action movies, so it's going to be a little bit longer. There's some stunts involved and stuff like that, but man, the guy's busy. One thing I have to say that I've noticed is he definitely seems like he's starting to show his age a little bit and not so much like physically. I mean, I guess, yes, physically, but not in his stunts and everything. It's more of like in his face. You're really starting to see more and more like wrinkles in his face. And I think it's just from years of, you know, smiling and, you know, doing what do you smell what the rock is cooking and things. But he's starting to get some really like defined wrinkles. Now, granted, he doesn't look old because he has a shaved head, but he's definitely I notice it in this film that he definitely comes off uh that he's he's not a young spring chicken anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I can agree with that, Matt. He's definitely getting some wear and tear, but the guy is just so busy. It's it's amazing. I I don't know how he keeps his schedule. So what do you think he's going to do with his money? Do you think he's going to uh, go to space? No, man. He's running for president. I just don't know when. Oh, dude, that would be so awesome. It would totally be um, idiocracy if The Rock ran and got elected. I, I, I think he will run at some point. I just don't know when, you know. And he'll probably get elected. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine they're like, oh, we can't play movies because it's uh, a movie starring him and like then like all the channels go out of business? No, how awesome would it be that we just have a network television channel just called President and it's nothing but The Rock's movies back to back to back and his wrestling days? How awesome would that be? <laughs> That'd be funny. I, I, you know, I'd subscribe. I'd pay the seventeen dollars a month, like all the other gajillion streaming services out there. Yeah, yeah. What's one more? Right. Let's add it to the pile. It, it's, uh, dude. We talk about it. We've talked about it several times in the past, but it's absolutely ridiculous that we gave up cable TV and now we're paying more than cable ever was for the same stuff. It's, it's, it's absolutely yeah, insane. I mean, the people predicted this would happen, and sure enough. It's happened. Oh, that makes me take another drink. Well, on that note, Matt, uh, let me ask, what are you drinking this fine morning, afternoon, evening? <sighs> well, Mike, let me swallow it down. I am drinking not one of my favorite beers, but it was on sale. Dos Equis. Lager, not amber. I got the green bottle for once. Oh, okay. All right, man. Um, I know uh, we have shared a few of those uh, through our lifetime. And uh, for me, today I am I am drinking another pumpkin beer. I'm still running through the pumpkins, but we're we're starting to run low. Uh, I'm drinking the Night Owl pumpkin beer or pumpkin ale from Elysian. Lysian, yeah, Lysian. Well, yes, Mike. We have drank several green bottled Dosekis on beaches, in bars, on nightclubs, several places throughout our time. Now, I'm not going to say Dosekis is a bad beer. It's not. It's decent. I'll choose a green bottled Dosekis all day long over a Corona or just about anything else, Mexican beer wise. 
But, uh, you know, I just prefer the amber. I'm more of the dark beer kind of person. So, anyways, all right, Mike. So, that now means we are into the next segment of the Real Film Nerds podcast, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, Mike, did you find it? Did you figure it out? How Red Notice relates to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? So I didn't want to use Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool because it's kind of kind of a gray area when it comes to to the cinematic universe. I know he's kind of in it now, but it's kind of through purchasing. So anyway, I went ahead and I went with a more solid uh, uh, tie-in, and that was the production designer, Andy Nicholson. Uh, he's worked on... Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, and Captain Marvel. Good job, Mike. The streak continues. I mean, honestly, I don't know why people don't listen to our podcast just to find out how the hell we do this. Maybe one day we'll get more. I don't know. Well, Matt, I mean, with the amount of Marvel stuff coming out, I mean, Disney just had their Disney Plus day, which was kind of weird, I guess. I didn't really get caught up in it partly because I work, I was working and just, just been overall busy, but they announced all kinds of things. Yeah, they did. They did. They announced a whole slew of shows and movies and things. And I didn't really pay attention because, uh, much like you, I work all, all the time. Granted, I am not taking care of, uh, two weird small aliens that came out of my wife's body, but, I'm still, you know, very, very busy without them. And so I didn't get to pay attention. I saw some things that I'm excited for, like the X-Men 97 TV show. That that looks like that's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're, they're extending that, right? Like, I mean, they already have it on Disney Plus right now, like what was originally created. But they're just going to keep going with that storyline, right? And just keep making new episodes? I think it's something like that. Yeah, I think they're just going to. You know, uh, it's either that or they're going to reboot it. I don't remember exactly. I haven't dived too far into it, but I'm a big fan of the X-Men, especially the 90s X-Men. It was, it's a lot of fun. I grew up with that stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah, that was fun. I, I remember watching it too, man. It was great. And the video games and everything else. So, but, uh, okay. So Mike, uh, not to get too off topic, we are now in our spoiler section for the podcast. So if you have not seen Red Notice, you don't want it spoiled, go ahead, hit mute, or just go ahead and listen to a, another podcast. Hopefully, maybe one of our friends, like Retro Rogues Live. They're a great podcast if you're into nerd stuff. Anyways, I'm just promoting there. Uh, Mike, uh, go ahead. Let's spoil Red Notice. Uh, man, I don't know if uh, I want to spoil too much in this, but... I, I did like this movie, like, like I've said earlier. It was uh, a lot of fun. There, there's a couple things that I will say about it. Uh, there's there's some uh, homages to a couple uh, big-time movies, and one of them was uh, Indiana Jones, uh, and I loved it so much. There's a, there's a scene with Ryan Reynolds where he's humming the Indiana Jones theme song. And I really like that. And then there's also a scene with The Rock where he's he's fighting, and when he hits people, it sounds like it does in Indiana Jones. 
uh, it's the same sound. I, I was I was loving it. Like I thought it was funny. Um, I don't know if people would catch the the punch as much as the the theme song, but I thought it was fun, man. I, I feel like they didn't take themselves too seriously, and it seemed like the cast had a fun time doing this. I don't know, man. I still feel like Ryan Reynolds phoned it in. I really don't feel like he was trying very hard. It just uh, it I just seems know. like I he's just like kind of there. I don't know. I'm I, sorry. I, I, yeah, I I thought his character was fine. I think he was just the character. I don't I don't know. Like he he seemed fine. I I I don't know. He just kind of seemed like his Ryan Reynolds kind of self. I guess you know, quick, quick uh, witted, just. I guess he could. You could have said he was phoning it in, but I don't know. It, I liked it. It was no free guy. It was no free guy, Mike. No, it was not free guy. <laughs> you love um, that movie, though. That's going to go do. down as your your number one movie this year, I think. I, it's up there, yeah, probably. Um, another part that definitely feels very Indiana Jones is the. Uh, and again, this is where you have to hit that "I believe" button, and this is one of the issues I have with the movie. But still, I'll hit that I believe button just for you, Mike, but not in my rating. How's that? Ha! All right, dude. You you go for it, man. I, you know, I just had to believe. Uh, the Nazi stuff was very Indiana Jones-like, especially the treasure and going into this, you know, spiral staircase that's in the middle of Argentina. They followed, you know, no one has been in this place for 60, 70 years, right? But they magically find it, and it's not that far down below on Earth. Of course, there's no six inches of dirt covering. What? I'll just stop. But (laughs) it just gets so much worse at that point. Like, you go down there, and there's just stuff everywhere. Fine. I get it. And it's very cool, and it's very Indiana Jones-like. They're all wood crates. It's all Nazi symbols. And then they get in a car, and they're driving through this giant tunnel. Giant. Underground for god knows how long i mean you're right it is a long time uh that reminded me so much of the minecart from temple of doom like zipping through that tunnel but i'm just like this is absolutely ridiculous this has been here for 70 years unnoticed there's nothing else in the way there's no creatures moved in it's a cleared tunnel it just i don't know dude i I was having a hard time believing on that one but it was fun i still liked it because it was definitely an anna jones yeah, I think a lot earlier on in the movie that that's getting towards the end, Matt. But earlier on, I just realized, okay, this is going to be that kind of movie. I think it was really when, uh, kind of the opening scene, Matt, with the uh, the Rock and Ryan Reynolds uh, at the uh, museum, and you kind of go through this kind of uh, almost dance kind of type, uh, you know thief and robber or whatever kind of thing and i'm like okay so this is going to be that kind of movie because there was a bunch of stuff that like pretty much never could happen you couldn't get through all that stuff and you know so i i just uh hit that button early and just uh kept on on for the ride and enjoyed it quite a bit mike what the hell was that in that kid's coke to melt a 3d printed thing like that I don't know, man. I I guess uh, the, I feel like that was almost like a um, don't drink soda, kids, like kind of thing, but like without saying it. 
I mean, if if I was Pepsi, I would be capitalizing on that shit. Be like, hey, look, our our cola doesn't melt golden eggs. Right, right. That's what I would Definitely. be doing. Oh, <laughs> you, you know, you know, uh, one part that. So, I mean, we're in the spoiler section, man. Yes, one we part are. that cracked me up quite a bit was, you know, the whole movie. There's this huge buildup to get these three eggs for this wedding to 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 get paid a bunch of money. <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, so they get it, and there's the big reveal, and 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 they're you know all excited or whatever. But then Ed Sheeran comes on to sing at the wedding, and. Like the bride could care less about these three eggs. I thought that was awesome. Oh, it was hilarious. And they're pointing out how they haven't been reunited in like two millennia and all this stuff. And it's just historic, historic stuff. And she's like, oh my God, it's Ed Sheeran. And she takes off. That's that's hilarious. So that, funny. That was, re- yeah, that was really funny. And then I liked Ed Sheeran making fun of himself. I was on Game of Thrones. <laughs> You, yeah, you can't arrest me. Yeah, yeah dude, was, was trying to arrest was, him. Yeah, that was that was funny. I I I don't know. It was just stupid, but it was funny. Okay, I have to say one of my favorite parts. It's early on, so that we we're in anticipation of getting this kick ass car chase. Right, Ryan Reynolds takes off, steals some dude's moped, and just puts away. The Rock climbs in one of the sweetest Porsches on earth, hits the start button fires it up you're just like fuck yeah man it's on this is gonna be awesome and he just gets just slammed into he's not even out of the damn parking lot and a vw bus slams into this sweet porsche i lost it i thought that was just one of the funniest parts of this whole movie it was so good (laughs) yeah i mean there 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 are a lot of aspects to the movie that were fun like um, I think Gal Gadot just loved her character, just just kind of being this person. I mean, she just shows up all the time. You're like, how the heck she get in there? But hey, it's cool. Remember, I believe, dude. Okay, we'll go back to the Indiana Jones start of the Nazi bunker. So it took him forever to find it, and then all of a sudden Gal Gadot shows up, and then Interpol shows up with all their troops just out of nowhere. They didn't come down the stairwell. I guarantee you that shit. They did not come down a spiral wall, spiral staircase. Where the f were they hiding? How did they get there? It's just Matt. Matt, remember no. the button. Hit the button. It's Hit a, the button. It's getting big, Mike. That's a damn big button. Well, man, it's an easy button. You know, you hit it, and it's just everything's a lot easier after you hit it. Only if that's how it was in life, Mike. Oh, jeez. I've been looking for that easy button for a long time, man. I can't find it, but I'll let you know when I do. Okay. I can sell it to you. Yeah, dude, you're going to make a mint if you get one. A mint. And then some. Then we're then if you find that, then you have to take me to the moon with you. Because, I mean, you'll have enough money to go to the moon. You'll make uh, Musk and uh, Bezos look like, you know, nothing. If you get, you know, the easy button for everybody. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll try, um, but <laughs> this uh, th- this movie was, you know, I I had fun with it, man. Uh, it, it, the best way for me to describe it is like a national treasure spy Indiana Jones movie. That's just a popcorn movie, you know. Like it's just it's nothing too fun, like uh, crazy. It's it was just fun. It, it was it was nice to see. 
that on this movie. I wasn't sure what I was getting with this, you know, man. I just kind of picked this because I, I saw it was coming out on Netflix, and I think this will do really well on Netflix. A lot of people, I think, this will appeal to because it just kind of has a wide appeal, you know. It's kind of got that just fun, you know. Yeah, it, it's not a thinking man's movie. It's a popcorn flick. It's a blockbuster kind of style movie. Uh, clearly, we're probably going to be getting a sequel as the end teases heavily. I like that they're dealing with the art world. I like that they're dealing with uh, artifacts, but it's it's definitely a mashup of a lot of different kind of style films. And they're not, you know, being around the bush. They're admitting that they're inspired by a lot of these other films to make this one. You know, the Nazi stuff, the the art galleries, the action scenes. It's just, it's a whole lot of different films kind of, you know, that this was inspired by. It kind of mashed together in... I think they did okay. I'm not going to say they did great, but I think uh, Rossin Marshall Thurber did okay. It was entertainment. I'm not going to say it was great. I, I probably wouldn't rush out to go see it in a movie theater, but uh, as far as a Netflix movie, it's definitely probably one of their better ones. I'll, I'll give it that. How's that? All right, man. That, that was very positive of you. So now with your positiveness out, let's get the negative. Matt, how? Do you rate how many reels do you rate this movie? Here's here comes the negative, Mike. It's not too bad. Uh it's two weeks in a row though that I give out a two and a half. Wow. Okay. All right. That's yeah. Um I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give this one a three and a half because I just had a fun time. So I hit the button early and enjoyed it. I guess my I believe button is not as big or as fruitful as yours, Mike. I am sorry. I don't know. It's not always there, man. There's sometimes when I watch movies and I just have a real hard time believing. I mean, with some of these latest uh, Fast and Furious movies like F8 and F9, I've had a real hard time with a couple of the things they've done. Like the last movie, there's some space scenes that I just was like, no. <laughs> Dude, those were the best. Absolute best, Mike. Come on. They launched a Fiero into space. It was amazing. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I guess I'm the harsh one on this one. But, you know, like I said, I didn't hate it. It just, I don't know. It just, it was way too much I had to believe kind of stuff. And I still feel like Ryan Reynolds was just collecting a check. I think he did okay. Maybe I'm starting to get burned out on Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds and everything. I don't know. Well, I hope well, not. Let's see. How many movies is that this year he's been in? We've got Free Guy. Mm-hmm. We got uh, The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. Or wait, what is it? The, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. Red Notice. Red Notice. And does he have anything else coming out? He might. I mean, I know there was the pandemic. So, like, some of this stuff might have. Well, for sure, Free Guy was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, yeah. That was supposed to be out a while ago. And I think Hitman's Bodyguard was as well. So may- maybe it's not as big of a backlog, but man, he's he's got a lot of stuff that's come out. Uh, Yeah, so in 2021, it was Hitman, Wife's Bodyguard. Uh, there's a sh- that Deadpool commercial I was telling you about. Free Guy. There's an animated series. Jimmy Come Alive. I mean, that really doesn't count as a TV show. Red Notice. And then... 
everything else is 2022. So. Okay. All right. But still, that's that's three solid films in one year. Yeah. No, I mean, that's like that's like Dwayne the Rock Johnson like level right there. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, I I love Ryan Reynolds, especially as Deadpool, especially as Free Guy. Uh, maybe it's just he's being himself a little bit too much this year, and I'm just kind of burned out on it. I don't know. I hope not. We'll see. So. Speaking of new films, Mike, what is your pick for next week? Oh man, Matt, you know what, what I'm what I'm going for. So I'm uh, cautiously optimistic for this one, and this is uh, the Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife. Mike, I'm also cautiously optimistic. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, it has an okay cast, you know. Um, we, we've got, uh, the kid from, uh, Stranger Things. We got Sigourney Weaver is making an appearance. Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson are all making appearances. Uh, but Paul Rudd is in it. So, you know, Paul Rudd is a main character that should be okay. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm holding out high hopes for it. It's done by Jason Reitman. That is, uh, Ivan Reitman's son. He wrote and directed it. Uh, Ivan Reitman is the one that did the original Ghostbusters. So uh, hopefully he does it right. I I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, Mike. Yeah, it's a little disappointing that Ivan Reitman has uh, passed away because it would have been good to see kind of him make a cameo at least or or, or maybe be involved with it. But it's okay. Uh, We will see what we get. Yeah, and I believe it's only in theaters, isn't it? Yes, yes, they have made that very clear. It's only in theaters. So I'll have to clear my schedule and go to the movie theater probably late on uh, Thursday or Friday night again. So we'll see. We'll find out. But, uh, you know, make sure and hit us up next week, you know, and uh, where we chat about that one. Oh, yeah. Side note, there is no radio this week. Uh, My radio host, hostess, I guess, who I pop on with every week is on vacation in Canada of all places. So no radio after this pod, when the pod's over, it's over. Woo. Woo. All right, man. Uh, our listeners will have to wait till next week to hear Ma Hinshaw. And I guess you. Yeah. And, and what'll be exciting is she'll be in studio next week. It'll be the first time she'll actually be in studio. Cause she's here visiting me. My nephew is having his big senior recital on the 19th, 20th, 20th, I think, whatever that Saturday is, 20th. Uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be fun. She'll be around to be in studio in person, and we'll see what Lisa thinks. It'll be cool. All right. Well, cool, man. Um, so I guess with that, uh, we'll go ahead and let everybody go. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and uh, go out there and stream a movie, watch a movie at the theaters, and uh, catch us next week for our review of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.